You are listening to episode number 95 of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Let's talk teacher self-care with Brittany Blackwell. We are having a candid and unscripted conversation all about self-care for teachers, something that Brittany and I are both very passionate about. And we are sharing all of our tips, all of our insights with you on today's co-hosted episode. Welcome to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher and current homeschool mom. And even though I've been a resource creator since 2014, I've realized that printables alone aren't all you need in order to thrive as a teacher or homeschool parent. That's why I also created this show and got certified as a life coach to help you finally kick burnout to the curb and feel confident with whatever challenges come your way. With the right mindset strategies and new teaching inspiration, you're going to be well on your way to your best teacher life. Now, let's go. I'm really excited for the first co-hosted episode I've had on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. So in this episode, we're not interviewing each other. I'm not like asking her questions or anything. We're just having an honest, frank conversation about self-care for teachers and our beliefs about it. And you really just get to listen in on what we're talking about. And both Brittany and I, we're both like basically self-help gurus. We are always reading all the self-care books and everything. And we love helping you learn how to take better care of yourself too. So you are in good hands today. So as I talked about on episode 56 of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast, that one is called How to Practice Self-Care as a Teacher and or a Parent. A lot of us, when we think of self-care, we think, oh, I don't have time for that. Or they think we think self-care is selfish or that we can do that, but not until we've done everything we could possibly do for everybody else. Now, what I want to point out is that when we think of selfish, we usually think of like putting ourselves above others in the way where we're thinking only of ourselves. We're lacking consideration for other people, putting ourselves at the expense of other people. But putting our own self-care as a top priority, maybe even above some other things, is not selfish. In fact, it's what allows us to be able to help other people. Christina Kuzmich at Educate and Rejuvenate. She was one of our keynotes. Everybody just loved her. Um, Be sure to check out my episode with her too, which was Hope, Humor, and Inspiration for Teachers. You do not want to miss that one. But when she did her keynote, I can't remember if this was during her keynote or the Q&A that we had with members. It's all kind of blending together. It was so much fun. But she mentioned that we want to take care of the person who is the most important person in our child's life. Like, why wouldn't you want to take care of that person? And if you're a parent, that person is you. And if you're a teacher, you are also a very important person in those students' lives. So why are we not prioritizing ourselves? We really should be. And it really is not selfish. We're self-full. We're taking care of ourselves. So that is what we're talking about today. Really excited to be chatting with Brittany Blackwell on this. She's super passionate about this too, like I mentioned, and she even hosts a conference 
all about self-care for teachers. And she invited me to present at it this year. And it's free. So you're definitely going to want to check it out. I will put the link to it in the show notes. I've got a special link that you can use to get that, to sign up for it for free. Really excited for it. You'll hear from tons of incredible speakers, some of whom are also at Educate and Rejuvenate, such as Brittany Blackwell. She was awesome. And Amber Harper, who was a keynote our first year, and she also spoke this year. Jamie Sears is a speaker. So many amazing people. You're definitely going to want to check out that conference. So that link is in the show notes. And this is probably the only episode I'm going to mention it on because we we also have our three-day teacher transformation that is happening end of July as well. Luckily, they don't overlap. One's like right, ours is like right after her summit. But for that reason, if you don't want to forget, be sure to head to the show notes now to sign up for that self-care summit. Okay, now let's get into that co-hosted episode. Welcome to this co-hosted episode with Brittany Blackwell, that's me, and and I'm Kelsey Sorensen from Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. We are so excited to do a co-hosted episode, and we actually both discovered it is our first co-hosted episode either of us have done, so we're really excited. We've interviewed each other before, like separate interviews, and that was so much fun. We had a blast doing that. It was so much fun to just talk, and it was easy to talk, so figured we'd do a co-hosted episode. Yeah, and it's actually really exciting because Brittany is hosting the Summer Self-Care Conference for teachers, and I'm presenting at it, which I'm so excited about. And Brittany just presented at Educate and Rejuvenate, too. So we're just like doing each other's stuff, collaborating. So much fun. Yes, so much fun. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about self-care and what exactly that is. So Kelsey, you want to start and just kind of... Yeah. So we're talking about self-care, kind of like leading into your self-care conference. We want teachers to kind of think about what is self-care. I feel like that's the biggest thing that I think of when we talk about self-care because I feel like it's so like hot right now to talk about self-care and like maybe taking a bubble bath and like unwinding. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like there's so much more to self-care than just like taking a bubble bath, like kind of, I kind of call that fluffy self-care is what I call it. There's like fluffy self-care and then like true, like deep self-care that's like soul fulfilling, like taking a bubble bath, like I might feel good in the moment, but it's not like soul fulfilling. It's not completely rejuvenating me. It might feel good in the moment, but it's not like with all the things that we have going on as teachers or as wives or moms or whatever we have going on in our lives, like that's not quite enough self-care in my opinion. Right. And I think that people like when you hear self-care, some people just immediately think fluffy and then they'll think, oh, well, I don't even know what to do when it comes to self-care. So if you're telling me that taking a bubble bath or getting a manicure is not enough, well, what is self-care? And when I think about self-care, I'm thinking self-care is when you're aware of your own needs And you can actually take the action towards fulfilling those needs. And so I sometimes I do take a bubble bath and that does work for me because all I'm needing is some real rest and just calm. That way that my brain can think, I can really take apart all of the stress that I've encountered. But when I also think about self-care, it is doing that dirty work that sometimes we don't want to do. We don't want to focus so much on these things about ourselves or really taking care of our mental health in that way. And so to me, it's not all that fluffy stuff. You know, it's, it, it can be, but I don't think yeah. it is. It can be. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it. 
like self-awareness, like being aware of what is going on for you. Like one thing I like to do that is a big self-care practice for me is doing what I call a thought download or a lot of people might call it like a brain dump or something. And it's really just getting everything out of my head because I feel like so often we just get into these like spirals of overwhelm because we've got so like this running to-do list in our heads that never goes away, right? Right. If we get it all down on paper and we can like hold it there and we can kind of see what's going on in our brain, then we're like, okay, this is what is going on in my brain. And you can identify like, okay, these are the ones that are like causing me to feel this way. And kind of just having that awareness of what is going on. That is one form of self-care for me. I don't, that was kind of random, but like. No, that's just a, that's that a self- really good one. Knowing what's going on in your life, like in your mind, in your life, your feelings, processing your feelings. That is another whole thing. Yeah. And those are all self-care for me too. Yeah. Like I think that so often we leave out of the equation of self-care, the reflection piece, like really reflecting on what's going on, how you've felt in certain circumstances and how you can't continue that pattern over and over and over again. Because so often I think we get stuck in these patterns of mistreating ourselves, Mm -hmm. maybe limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. We um, might get into, you know, just poor self-care, where we're not focusing on our nutrition. We're not focusing on taking all that stuff out of our head. So like you said, like writing all that stuff down, brain dumping all of that, that that is self-care because you're taking all of these thoughts and you're putting them down onto paper, getting them out so that you can do something with them. And I I love that. I love it. Yeah. It really just brings awareness to what is going on that like self, like, cause what, when you mentioned like kind of knowing what you need, it's like, oh yeah, that's how I figure out what I need. And it, it might look different for other people, but that is something that really, really helps me for sure. Yeah. And when the other part of self-care that I think gets kind of left out of the equation is the individualized piece. Cause you, like you were saying, it yeah. might look different for other people. Like to me, when I used to go to these professional developments at school or people would talk about self-care, they would be very like cookie cutter. And I just right. couldn't deal with, I, I couldn't wrap my head around that. I'm like, this is not going to work for every single person because every single person's journey or life or expectations or wants or needs or any of those things aren't going to be the same. And so when I think about self-care, it is a very individualized process where you are, one, becoming self-aware, and then two, really taking action that's going to be good for you. And I don't feel like you can do that without really trying things on. Like It's like you go to a a store and you try on a bunch of different outfits and you're like, I'm not sure if I really like this. You know, I don't don't know if I like this this, the way that this looks like I tried on shorts the other day and this makes me think of that. Like I haven't worn shorts in forever. So when I tried on the shorts, some of them, the style was not me. And I'm like, "Mm, it fits, but I'm probably not going to wear that. So put that away, try on a different pair. And once I found the one pair, I feel like I'm just going to wear them all the time because it, they're great. They're great for me. And I think that's the same way with self-care, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And those ones we were like, no way, I'm not going to wear those. For someone else, that was their like perfect fit, like their style. They fit them correctly. And mm-hmm. so it's just finding what that right fit is for you. The problem I think a lot of teachers run into as well is they don't even go looking for that fit. They're so focused on finding everybody else's fit, like yeah. figuring out what their children need, what their students need, what their spouse needs, even potentially like 
with spouses, especially I feel like sometimes we're trying so hard to make sure that they're happy, that they're not frustrated if we're taking too much time away from the kids or whatever. At least that's for me. I don't know if that's for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like making sure that everybody else around you is happy. And as long as they're happy, then you're like, I'm happy if they're happy. But really, are you? Because if you're not taking care of yourself, then you might not. One thing that Christina at Educate and Rejuvenate said is you need to take care of the most important person in your child's life or in your student or, you know, one of the most important people in your student's life if you're not a parent. And that is yourself. Like, yeah, because you can't show up for other people if you're not taking care of yourself. But yeah. I think so many of us forget, we just get consumed in these other roles that we get lost along yeah. the way. Like you don't even know when exactly it happened. At some point you just like, you're like, you know, yeah, back when I was a teenager or like in college or whatever, I would do all these things. And then, you know, you start teaching, you start a family and suddenly, slowly your own personality potentially not personality, but like the things you do or ways you take care of yourself might slowly dwindle as you add on those other responsibilities if you're not careful and self-aware about it. Right. And so like, this is why I love things like Educate and Rejuvenate and some the Summer Self-Care Conference, because it brings all these different people with all of these different mindsets all together to really bring what they're passionate about, what's worked for them and their um, journey of self-discovery or self-awareness or self-care or burnout prevention or recovery, whatever you want to call it. But it brings all of these people together so that when there are people coming in, where there's attendees coming in, they can kind of pick and choose. What what do I like? Okay, well, I've never heard of breath work. So let me let me check out breath work. Let me try on those shorts, you know, and see how they fit yeah. for me. And maybe you don't like that. But that's what the beauty is of that is that you can sit there and you can listen and you can say, ah, oh, I like that. Or uh, that that's totally not me at all. And I would have said that about just speaking of breath work, I would have said that about breath work years ago. If you'd have told me, oh, if you just take deep breaths, it helps with your stress levels or it can help you release trauma or heal or all of those things. I would have been like, you are so full of crap, but <laughs> or whatever. But as I actually did it, I was like, yeah. whoa, okay, there's like science behind that. There is, mm-hmm. There are people that can facilitate it. So even when I don't feel super comfortable with my own ability to facilitate my own breath work, you know, there's people out there that can do that. And that's what's, I mean, I think that's what's so cool about Educate and Rejuvenate, the Summer Self-Care Conference, is you get to meet those people that have tried these different things. And you can try on those shorts or you can try try on those self-care activities and really dive deeper into your own well-being. Absolutely. And I just love that everybody always brings their own unique perspective to the table. Like even when there are sessions like on similar topics, like everybody has their own like way of explaining it. And sometimes like the way somebody explains it can kind of give you that additional like aha moment or whatever. Oh, okay. That, that analogy clicked or something like that. Yeah. So I, I just love hearing from all the different perspectives and people teaching different things that all like, for example, in your summer self-care summit, like it all falls under the umbrella of self-care. So no matter which direction they go, like which sessions they decide to watch or which ones they decide are the ones that are their fit and they're going to try on, they're headed to that destination of better self-care, which I, I just love that for teachers because, 
you know, now in summer is the time to reflect on it. We have some more time to do that. So then we can build those habits that can follow us into the coming school year. Yes, I I love it. And so one of the things that I was doing this year for the summer self-care conference was as over the course of the last year was I thought about how different things come into self-care like we were just talking about. And so I thought about how systems, you need you need systems in place that can really take mm-hmm. care of you, that allow you to have the time, the energy, the bandwidth to spend on yourself. And so systems was yeah. a huge piece of that. So there's a lot of different um, presentations about systems. One Another one being sustainability, like making your teaching career sustainable, but also making you sustainable. So the mindsets that go behind that, the, um, the things that you need to have in place in order to make that sustainable. And then, you know, um, support, because I think that there is no way for you to be an effective educator, an effective parent, an effective, you know, present person without support. And so often I think teachers are, are not supported. We hear teachers all the time say things like, well, you know, my admin doesn't care, or sometimes it's even our spouse or whoever doesn't care about the things that you're passionate about. And really taking care of yourself requires community. It requires support from people who will understand. And so those were the three components under the self-care umbrella that I just really wanted to focus on because I thought those were some of the biggest keys to making a transformation. Yes, I love the community portion you ta- like talked about too, because sometimes like we might not find that right in our homes or in our schools. Like maybe you don't click with the teachers who are in your team. Like, and because I've even had teachers come to coaching and they're like, I feel like everybody talks about having their teacher bestie and I don't have one or whatever. And they think they're the only one who doesn't have one, which is so not true. But right, so like, not true. <laughs> awesome community or whatever. And what I found at these events, like even virtual events, like people think like, oh, it has to be in person, but it doesn't because as we just saw Educate and Rejuvenate, and as I'm sure we will see at the Summer Self-Care Summit, these teachers, we come together. And when you come to an event like this, you know, you're kind of joining people who also want to like start practicing self-care. You kind of have that common denominator to begin with that you want to kind of improve. And it's kind of a positive mindset people have at these events, like, you know, Nobody's putting each other down or anything. Everybody's right. cheering each other on. And people are really connecting online. And I, I've seen people like make friends at these events. Yeah. And it's it's really Yeah. I mean, I've made I mean, I I have friends that I have made from the Summer Self Care Conference for the last three years. And so like even even with Educate and Rejuvenate, which was just a couple of weeks ago, like I'm making friends mm-hmm. from that for that. Yeah. met me and then I met them and I'm, we're just having these conversations and just having someone that I think people can reach out to or that they can go to and just have that teacher bestie, even if it's not in their school building and it's online. I think that's super powerful and why I'm, I love anything that's community oriented and probably why I like social media so much, honestly. <laughs> I know. I, I saw on TikTok recently, one of your TikToks, I'm like, wow, Brittany gets TikTok. I'm like still figuring that out. Like, but you get it. <laughs> like, I love me some TikTok. <laughs> Honestly, though, no, the, I mean, like with, with TikTok, I thought, you know, when, when you scroll through, you 
the For You page finds the people that are for you. It is crazy to me because like, I'll be like, it'll say something like, um, if this shows up on your For You page, then your birthday is, they don't say this, but (laughs) you know, like December 3rd. And I'm like, it is December 3rd. How did you know that? You know? And and so like, I think. But cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love stuff like that. But yeah, we got on a tangent there about social. We groups. did, we <laughs> did, we got on a, ta- but it, but it's all in the same, you know, support community, yeah. um, finding people that really relate to you and can support you along the way. So that is cool. Could be inside or outside your school building or your neighborhood, or you know, it can be, you know, across the country or across the world. That's the great thing about the internet. Yes, I, I mean, I found you on the internet, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's great. And then we realized on the last time we recorded podcasts, we we're like, ooh, what books? Let's trade book lists of like things we need to read because we are both obsessed with reading. Yes. Um books. And we both talked about how both of us read a bunch of books at the same time. And then synthesize them all together to make our yeah. own story from it. That is so cool. <laughs> It's the best. We were like, what are you reading? I'm like, um, do you have time for the list? For the list? You know, I'm reading um, – I'm friends with Angela Watson from Truth For Teachers. And yeah. I decided – I was like, I've never read one of her books. And so I picked it up and I started reading Awakened. Have you read that book? I have it. And I've read a it's few It's really <laughs> it's, re- it's really good. The one that I've been reading is uh, Grit. Have you read that one? It's in my Audible library. See, this is my thing. I'm like a collector. And then, you know, I read as many as I can. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It is so good. I don't know why it's so good because it's, I mean, like, it's talking about how <laughs> the power of of grit and perseverance is what really makes the difference. It's not like your intellect or your um, it's really, really yeah. good. It's a really good one for that resilience piece, that perseverance piece of totally self-awareness and self-care. That. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites that my session for your summer self-care conference mm-hmm. is about, um, it was kind of inspired by this book, but then I kind of did my own thing with it, you know, but it's called The Gap and the Gain. And it talks about how like so many of us, we just move that goalpost of like, you know, where we want to be. Like, so we forget how far we've come. So like, for example, at one point, all of us wanted to become a teacher, right? We had to like go to school for that or whatever, or like, you know, do whatever we need to do to get that first job or whatever. And then we just forget conveniently that we made that whole journey to get this far. And then we are just like, oh, well, that doesn't matter because now I need to get better at this. Now I don't know enough about the science of reading, or now I don't know, you know, all these different things. And just just always kind of beating ourselves up about where we want to be rather than how far we've already come. So that's kind of what I'm talking about in my session at the Summer Self-Care Summit is like owning our wins, like looking at how far we've come. And then from there, it doesn't mean we don't set goals and we don't try to achieve bigger and better things and learn more about how to be more effective educators or how to, you know, build in more self-care for ourselves or up-level our own mindset. Any of those things are all great, but we come from it from this framework of, wow, look at how many things I've already accomplished And I'll be sharing kind of my process, like you mentioned, like processes for doing this, for doing this each day. And it's really simple. Um, So I'll be sharing that. I'm really excited to share that with everybody. I am really excited for you to share that too, because that is such a powerful 
thing. Um, and I do think a lot of times teachers, they get they get stuck kind of not mm-hmm. thinking about the wins. They don't realize how far they've come. They don't do that. And so your session is totally needed. I went from the perspective of the systems part. Um, so I have a session at the Summer Self-Care Conference too, which is all about automation. Automation changed my whole life. I mean, like I automate literally every part of my life and I wish I had known about it sooner. Like when I first started teaching, not only did I not celebrate my wins, right? I didn't, I didn't do that for sure. I was constantly getting beat down and I beat myself down. But then I also tried to do everything. Are you like that? Are you one of those people who mm-hmm. just tries to do everything? Oh yeah. Like I, I tried to do everything. And at some point you can't do it all. And you can't. But if you're a person who is like me, like a recovering high achiever, a recovering perfectionist, all of those things, then you need something that's in place that can do some of those tasks for you so it can allow you to do more. And automation is mm-hmm. that thing that really helped me be able to do that. Like I learned Kahoot and Blook It and all of those things. Those are like things that are automation, but when it comes down to taking care of yourself, if you don't have the time to take care of yourself, you need to automate some tasks. You need to get um, really yeah. strategic about that. And it's easier than it sounds. And I'm really excited to talk more about that and really go in depth with it because it's really exciting. It's my favorite thing. Oh, well, I can't wait to watch that. I can't wait to watch that because I mean, I love, I like, I use automation for some things, but I know that there's more I could be doing both with automation and with AI. I feel like those are tools that we have to help us save time. So we have more time for that self care to relax, to reflect, to own our wins, to do all those things. So it really is twofold. It's like the things we do, but then also what can we let go of so we can do these things? And automation is, or AI is kind of a way that we can let go of things without fully letting go of them. We're just kind of working smarter to get it done faster or more automatically. Yes. Automatically. (laughs) Yes. I, I think, I think that so many people get stuck on that. Well, I don't have the time to do it or they don't have the bandwidth to do it. And so AI is one of those Those things things that really frees up your ability to be a little bit more creative, which is part of self-care that many people don't even think about. Like just being creative, that Mm -hmm. is a huge piece of taking care of yourself because you're doing something that lights you up and fills your cup, but it's not, you know, it's not taking so much away. And so if you can kind of balance the scales a little bit, for your draining tasks yeah. and your um, retaining tasks. I don't know. Is that what I want to call it? <laughs> draining tasks and retaining tasks. The ones that really. Draining and retaining. Yeah. yeah so they're bringing you in. The ones that drain you versus the ones that retain you or the ones that even like lift you up. Yeah. yeah. So like when you can actually balance those things and you start taking away those things that are draining your energy and adding more to the things that are bringing you energy, that are energizing you, then you start to feel a whole lot better. You feel more in control. You feel as if, yeah, I can take on this day and you're able to then own your teacher wins. So I'm, yeah, I'm all over it. I'm so excited. I can't wait for this conference. And I love that you put it together. And I know it's a lot of work to put together a conference because, you know, I'm just coming off of mine. So 
I appreciate the opportunity to that you allowed me to be part of it this year, which was a lot of, of fun. Of course, of course. And I I like I said before, it's it's so needed. These types of conferences are so needed to bring these people together, to bring teachers together, to realize that they have more control over their own mental health and their own mental awareness than they realized so that they can start feeling better, start sustaining their career, start feeling better about being a mom and a teacher or a dad and a teacher, um, you know, like a person again, and so that it's not taking over their entire lives. So I'm excited about the conference and I'm so excited that you are going to be there as well. Do you want to share a little bit about where everybody can find you um, if they're listening in on the Resilient Teacher Podcast? Yeah. So I have a podcast called Wife, Teacher, Mommy, the podcast. And so you can find me there. If you're here, you're obviously a podcast listener. I would love for you to hop over and check out my show. Um, I'm also on all the socials just as Wife, Teacher, Mommy, including Threads. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. I went that rabbit hole last night. Like it, We're recording like less than 24 hours from when it got released. Yeah. So. But yeah, all the socials. Find me at Wife Teacher Mommy, really easy to find. And my website is wifeteachermommy.com. And you'll find all the stuff there. You'll find info about our events and our club and our new planners we've created, like physical planners. They're so fun. Um, so yeah, it's all over there. And how about you, Brittany? For those who are on the Wife Teacher, Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I know my own podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them where. Yeah. So you can find me on um, my podcast is called the Resilient Teacher Podcast. Um, you can find that at teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash podcast or my agency, Teaching Mind, Body, and Soul. Um, it's just at teachingmindbodyandsoul.com. I'm on Instagram at teachingmindbodyandsoul and threads, same thing. <laughs> and um, TikTok, I am at Miss Princess Teach. I just never changed my name over there. And um, yeah, so if you want to connect further, I am always willing to talk to teachers and talk about burnout and talk about self-care and come join us at the Summer Self-Care Conference. Yes, it's going to be so much fun. And I'm sure we will both have a link in our show notes for you to check out that summit and get signed up. Super yes, exciting. I'm excited. Okay, if you loved our chat about self-care for teachers and you really want to dive more into self-care this summer. So you can kind of really get in that habit and be ready for next school year to kind of have a practice already. You're building that habit of self-care before the school year begins. Be sure to join that self-care summer summit. You do not want to miss it. I'm putting the link in the show notes. Go sign up now because like I mentioned, this is the only episode I will be mentioning it in. So don't be like, oh, Kelsey will remind me on the next episode because I'm going to be talking about our three-day teacher transformation then. So I really want you to sign up for this summer self-care summit. Do it right now. Do it for yourself. You deserve to take care of yourself and it's going to be such a fabulous time. Cannot wait to see you there. And we will talk on the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready to take the next step and work with me and take everything you learn on this podcast to the 10x level, I'd love for you to join me inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club. You'll get access to a library of a thousand plus resources that will help you take back your time. The resources alone easily pay off your club membership. Plus, if you join us on the quarterly plan or above, you'll get our luxury leather bound teacher planner, a $50 value shipped to your door 
for free. But in my humble opinion, the most important part of the club is the opportunity to get coached on whatever comes your way that you can thrive in teaching and life. You'll get to join weekly coaching calls with me and fellow club coaches to not only listen and consume this content, but really apply it to your life. This is where the magic happens. The doors are closed the majority of the year, but you can request a personalized invitation as a podcast listener. Simply go to wifeteachermommy.com slash podcast invite to learn more. You can also find the link in the show notes. I hope to see you face-to-face on Zoom soon inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club.